0: Find this is ads. bogus. Yeah, you yeah. can find out who's doing it. He's got the CIA He's working. He's the
1: president.
0: For it.
2: Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak. It's
0: Sunday, August twenty
1: second, two thousand and ten. Time for your Gitmo Nation Media Assassination episode two two eight.
2: This is no agenda.
1: Coming to you from the Hilltop Watchtower, Crackpot Command Center, at Gitmo Nation West in the People's Republic of Southern California. Kind of in
0: the morning. I'm Comcast Cares Guy Adam Curry. It's in the morning somewhere all the time. Uh, and it's sunny here in northern Silicon Valley. I'm John C. Dvorak.
3: It's Buzzkill. In the morning. Hot Pockets.
0: Hey, John. Hey, guess what happened?
1: <laughs> uh, gee, Comcast went down. So I'm,
0: well, I got up at 6.30. Yeah. As we do, and, we, all, and, we all get up early on show day, on school yeah, day. and so I go, and the thing is dead. It's got one light. It's just kind of blinking, blinking, blinking. And I, when I see that, it just looks like, like oh, great. Yeah. And uh, so I uh, finally called Comcast and got a message that the whole area, uh, Berkeley, uh, Albany, El Cerrito, Richmond, and Kingston.
1: Kingston, Jamaica.
0: I guess, because, I mean, there's a town called Kensington. Oh, but, they said Kingston? But they said Kingston, so I figured there was wrong in Jamaica. Right. And uh, they said there was an uh, audition that would be fixed, but they don't know when. So they went on. It didn't get fixed until just now, which is noon. Now, did you speak to anyone at all? No, it was all a message. As soon as you push the button to, to ask for somebody, a message came up, because they obviously scan your uh, phone number and say, why right. else would they be calling? Right. And so they probably got a huge bill for their 800 number today.
1: Because normally you'll get someone on the phone and they say, okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to uh, cycle the power on your router. Yeah. <laughs> I know <that>. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, that. I hate that so much. That's so annoying. Okay, then what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're still a little discombobulated, but I have the
0: clips. We don't have the uh, spreadsheet yet, so we're going to wait with executive. we have executive producers, actually? Yeah, we have a, we have a couple of executive producers and a couple of... Uh, I think yeah, and an associate. So, we'll get to them uh, probably. I guess when we thank everybody uh, for sending uh, their help to No Agenda.
1: Okay. Show dot well, com. Then uh, I can at least do some PR initiatives that have come in. Yeah, do that. Okay. So Brad um, bought a couple of domains, and I kind of like them. And, of course, they're forwarding to noagendashow.com. Uh, he has letsvotesforjobs.com and trainsgoodplanesbad.com, which I think is uh, outstanding, because that meme will, of course, propagate. I uh, want to thank Mark, the donation dude, who uh, has been running banners. And these banners, John, are just outstanding. Um. He runs- yeah i need to get some of those banners so i can put them on my blog okay well these are great it's a blue and white banner and it kind of looks like an ad for it's a google ad it kind of looks like an ad for soap just the color scheme and it says in the morning don't send blankets that <laughs> has a little button value for value and uh so he's been sending uh he's been sending people our way and then uh uh oh yes uh dot is up and rolling which is about time that's another great site uh it needs uh it needs some help to pro- to to propagate the formula but you can check that out and uh i just wanted to say that we have a new show at NoAgendastream.com, which which uh, actually premiered in prime time seeing as uh, comcast was letting us down uh, Marcus Couch's Earthquake Machine, which is uh, pretty hard rocking for a Sunday morning. But uh, did you get
0: my note about supportnoagenda.com? dot com?
1: Yeah, I did, but
0: uh, I didn't focus on it. Okay, well, so what do you want to do? Well, we should thank him for thinking about this idea, and we'll, we'll, I'll tell you what. What we'll do is we'll we'll get to go. This just came in. Yeah, it's an idea that we'll. Uh, what we'll do is we'll go back to him this week, and we'll talk about it on Thursday.
1: Okay. So um, we, we will, uh, I guess, thank our executive producers uh, momentarily. But first, we have to help uh, everyone wake up a little bit. Go out, and propagate our formula. It is simple. Our formula
4: is this: we go out, we hit people in the mouth. <laughs>
1: The duck Call is back. So a big in the morning to you everybody, to all ships at sea, and to all the human resources who are charged up and ready listening live now at NoAgendashow.com and in the chat room at NoAgendaChat dot net. Um John, last night, you know what I did. Uh I could guess. now you know what I did. Uh, no.
0: We talked about it on the previous show. You warned me. You said, don't do oh, it. Oh, don't even bring it up, but you're going to bring it up anyway. You went to go see Love, Hate, and War. <laughs> Eat. What's in there? Wait. What's it again? Love? Eat, brain. Boring, <laughs> hate. What was those three words? I can't remember. Boring, stupid, and uh, lovely. Something like that. I can't remember. Eat, pray, love. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, of course, is being uh,
1: merchandised to death on uh, the home shopping network. Um, you do you remember John when they used to have intermissions during the movies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they needed that during this one. <laughs> we needed to bring back the intermissions. So um, there are some books that just should never be made into a movie. This one is a prime example, and and now I can actually understand why Atlas Shrugged will never be turned into a movie because when you read a book like Eat, Pray, Love, um, which I actually I do, did you read the book? No, too? I know I do feel compelled to read it now. But this movie for me totally fell entirely flat, and here's the worst part. So there's Eat, Pray, and Love. Each uh, so this woman she gives up on her marriage. She wants to go discover herself. You know, it's like total chick thing. Uh, and she goes to Italy to learn about food and eating. Then she goes to India to learn about praying. And then she winds up in Bali, and that's where she finds love. It's kind of that simple. I can see where the book would be a lot better. What was outst- I can't? What was outstanding? I have to say was Rome. You know, it's very hard to make food look good on camera. It's that's one of the hardest things to do. The food looked so good. The pasta and the prosciutto. And Nikki and I looked at each other and this movie's only twenty minutes into it and we're like, God damn I'm hungry. <laughs> it's like uh, I need a, I need something to eat right now. Hot
5: pockets.
1: And uh, it was it was so bad that by the time uh, the movie was over, it's a long sit, it's like two and a half hours. No, no, you're kidding. And she's on a on a diet. We looked at each other. She said, "Let's go get some Italian." (laughs) We went went and we pigged out on uh, on Italian. We had pasta and salad and uh, you know dessert and everything. It was great. So, Hmm. um, but Mickey also thought uh, the movie did not live up to uh, to its potential. And uh, I think the audience was
0: ten. Would you give it a was it a Rotten Tomato three? Three. Yeah, I'd give it a three.
1: it's uh, bad. By the way, I did pay attention to the executive producer credits, because, you know, it's the same thing as on our show, and uh, Brad Pitt, one of the executive producers, so I guess... Oh, really? uh, Just
0: listed in there casually? Yeah, just, oh, Brad Pitt,
1: you know, there's, there's like eight or nine of them, and, but the whole, the whole theater, man, it was just, it was dead. There were a couple of funny moments at the beginning, you know, one or two funny jokes, but after that, I was just like, ah, oh. and uh, no, did not work. Uh, oh, and very annoying for me was the product placement throughout the movie.
0: Ugh. Oh, I hate that, especially ugh. in the long... Ugh.
1: So she pays for something with her American Express card, and the shot is like, you know, that nanosecond too long when she's handing over the card. Mm-hmm. Um, Heineken and Amstel beer, the only beers drunk in the, uh, in the movie, and the incessant use of Vio, Sony Vio laptops. It's, it's like, you know, the, the gayest, weirdest, stupidest clunkiest things to carry around the world and yet she has one and then all her friends who are at home and emailing her back have one Is like okay and it
0: makes it too obvious it
1: does and it's sony pictures obviously so that's why it's the sony bio which just like ah, uh... but the 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 credit card really bothered me i was like stop that what
0: was with the credit card
1: well, she was paying for something with a credit card. It was an American Express
0: card, but you know and they th- showed the card. Real oh close yeah,
1: out. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They showed the whole handover. You know, uh, of
0: course. Uh, well, this sounds like a piece of crap. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: I will say, um, it brought Mickey and I even closer together. If that is even more possible. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, but uh, I would say uh, if you're going to go, eat before you go because you'll be starving by the end of this thing. After that Rome thing hits, and you still got to sit
0: through India and Bali, is like. Uh, so that's it your stomach growling. That's my instant uh, movie review. Yeah, well, it sounds like it's, it's a movie to avoid. <laughs> well, Which yeah. is what I said to begin with. But yeah. you went anyway.
1: Oh no! Well, of course, it was at the Directors Guild, so it was you know it's always nice. The temperature is right. There's no one farting around. The sound is good. The picture is good. You know, it's the way you should see a movie. Uh, just when you know, just when that when that pasta hit the screen, I just wanted to walk out to the concession stand and get something to eat. I was like, uh that was bad. So, anywho, most emailed article of uh, the past few days, um, which you'd think intuitively would fall under planes good, trains bad, bad but does not, is uh, what started with a article in the Spanish El Pais newspaper, online at least. And uh, I saw this come out, I think, uh, late Thursday afternoon, and I was wondering how fast it, would, how long it would take for people to translate it and for it to go around, and what it would actually went wind up being. Um, but the story goes something like this: There was a Spanair, um, I think it was an MD, eleven that crashed almost exactly two years ago. And um, the story into a train. No, the story goes that uh, it, this could have been avoided. However. The central computer had a Trojan uh, virus on it, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, and and so I'm like, what? And, this and doesn't and, sound right. And it's so poorly reported by everybody: CNET, ZDNet, the, even the Register. And they just like, oh yeah, you know, it's the vi- you know, could this cause more plane crashes in the future? And and then I start to look into it, and then say, like, NTSB reports. Well, the NTSB has no authority over this crash. You know, they did have a a preliminary report when it happened in 2008. And what I think was really um, it was maintenance. It, it's always a combination of maintenance and/or human error. Rarely is it weather. Interestingly enough, in fact, I would say it almost never is. Um, but uh, they tried to take off without their flaps. You know, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's like that's not a good thing. And the re you know, and there's all kinds of technical reasons why uh, the warning didn't go off. But this thing had been in all kinds of maintenance for its sensors, for its RAM air, turbine, uh, RAM air temperature sensors. And so what they're saying is, well, if only this computer hadn't been you know, bogged down by a Trojan virus, then it probably would have given alert that it had had maintenance on three different issues. And, you know, it's like total bullcrap. It's the responsibility of the air crew primarily and also the ground crew. And, and the, I think that just messed it up. So, but this was an internal report, so I think they're trying to distract the attention away from the fact that they actually messed it up. They really did a, a bad job, and a lot of people died because of it. But then when you see how this propagates to, um, I think it's uh, MSNBC, this report, it just really pissed me off. I'm bringing it up now, thank you. Um, they're now pulling this all the way into cybersecurity. Oh yes, oh. Uh, so so they don't even have the facts straight,
0: and uh, didn't we do a piece about uh, two or three months ago, uh, 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 f- kind of pre or seeing this in advance of cybersecurity? Mean oh yeah, oh there's a lot more. I've got but to- there was well, I forget what the one uh, specific one was. Well, there's a
1: couple anyway, of yeah, them. It's yeah, all crap. It's, yeah, so so MSNBC says, oh, the U.S. National Transportation Safety Board reported in a preliminary investigation the plane had taken off with its flaps and slats retracted. No audible arm had alarm had been heard to warn of this because the systems delivering power to the takeoff warning system failed. Two earlier events had not been reported by the automated system, so that that's like factually almost incorrect. Uh, but then uh, the malware, malware on the Spanair computer has been identified as a type of Trojan horse, and then. They talk to this guy, Yams Yaniza, head threat researcher at Trend Micro, who, of course, make uh, antivirus software. And he's going to say, well, you know, the most likely way this happened is a USB stick. This is what happened with the International Space Station virus infection in 2008 or through a remote VPN connection. And then they talk to some other jabroni, Sami Saijari president of the Cyber Defense Agency which I think that you, it should be illegal to name your company anything agency because this makes it sound like they're part of the government. And he's saying, oh, any computer connected to a network is vulnerable to malware infection. Standards have not been set to protect critical infrastructure. It could happen again and most likely will.
0: So, um, just getting, Somebody out there can go now go get the domain name, no agenda agency. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. It is. <laughs> that is a good one. No, so,
1: uh, so no, yeah. This is
0: bullcrap. I mean, okay, if, let's start from the beginning. Uh, is this a PC? Well, Without this is this is unknown. This is unknown. Uh, in fact, is that it a PC. Th- this it's is not a PC. Th- I really doubt it. I think it's a, it's a mainframe. Obviously, not, it, it's it, not a, even a mainframe. It's just some. It's a, it's a embedded systems type of computer that's probably very. You know. No, specific. no, no. It's
1: not on the plane. It's at their office. Someone has to manually enter a log that says, "Okay, this was a problem," and they put it into no, no, like their computer, the,
0: the machine on the on the on the
1: airplane. Yeah, but that didn't have a virus. That didn't have a virus. That's the whole point.
0: Oh, the, the virus! Oh, you're the virus me. is the, at the office. This is this oh, is why it's so ridiculous. Some sort of bogus virus on the on the. No, on the,
1: no, this is this is why it's so bogus. Because oh, this is even more bogus. Yes, this is my point. They, it's in a computer where they enter. They manually enter issues. And it norm- normally it would go ding ding ding. We've had three issues, three critical issues with this aircraft. You know, you need to look at it. But oh, what be- viruses are up to? Be- because the the hard drive was slowed down, and maybe it might have been
0: Windows. Who knows? Well, it probably was Windows, but it's bullshit. Yeah, of course it's bullshit.
1: And but but this is an internal report from the from Span Air, who of course want to distract attention from the fact that it Somebody was it was an right error. Yeah, it or was or an error. It slaps yeah. down. Yeah. It was a a checklist they're supposed to go by and they check it off. They actually they have the the cockpit voice recorder and uh, it was like flaps. okay, yeah, flaps. okay, And then there was some distraction. You know, it's like I think they took off with their flaps up. You know what? It happens. Yeah. However, the aircraft normally would have given off a warning. But because of the ram air temperature, they had pulled a circuit breaker. This is always so funny. Yeah. You know, there was a warning. So we just pulled the circuit breaker so it wouldn't beep anymore.
0: You know, so we talked about that exact problem with the, uh, with the global, mar- you know, the, um, whatever, the, the drill rig. About right. the guy right. saying that there was no. Uh, but they had, dis- had disabled the alarms because they were, it was going off
1: all the time and they got blue Because we screen. thought
0: that guy was a little sketchy. My uh, Mimi, apparently her father used to work on these rigs. Mm-hmm. And he quit. A global working for global marine because they they disabled so many of the safety things so they wouldn't be honking at him all the time yeah. and a bunch of guys were killed from an h2s burst that nobody was warned about right that he just he just bailed out he left the industry
1: and what is he doing now
0: he's dead <laughs> i'm sorry
1: i didn't mean to laugh I just- I was taken yeah, back geez,
0: by that. Heartless <laughs> bastard. I was taken back by that. No. <laughs> so, no, the point is, is that it would, no, he went off to do some other business. But the point is, is that it, apparently the way it was told to me that these guys were these, these old oil guys are just a bunch of Texas cowboys. And yeah, what do you need this? say? What do you got? Oh, a man's not going to have a, you got to be a man about this. You don't need, you know, this is not going to do, you don't need a warning. Yeah. So anyway, right. so that probably was true. What, did they pull the circuit breaker? No, I mean that they pulled the circuit breaker on the plane. That they pulled the thing out yeah. they got on the drilling rig. They pull, they turned off their alarms, I and mean, that's what these guys do.
1: Yeah, it's like whatever. Just stop it already. I don't want it anymore. Uh, so, on the heels of this, we know that there's a huge uh, cyber cyber terror
0: defense yeah, some, thing. Some- Work doing stuff like that. Hey, uh, since you're going to be on the trains, planes, bad, good. Uh, I did you see the thing that happened in China? That was only re- I only saw a report on the BBC about the train that went over the over the cliff. No, the-
1: <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Should we play the jingle? It sounds like it's worth it. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah. All aboard!
2: Trains good, planes bad. Woo-hoo!
0: Yeah, this, is like the, there were, this train was going across the calvert or some sort of a trestle, and the thing broke in half, not you know, the trestle, and so damn. the train goes over it and is like hanging there, and people have to crawl up to, from one car to the other to get out of the thing before the whole thing Kareem's into the drink. <laughs> oh, damn. Like a movie set. You know, it looked, like it looked fake. Yeah. No, I haven't seen any reports. This is what you're going to get with this Chinese high speed. This will be very interesting. Uh, I I do know that Siemens, uh, part of
1: the uh, the high speed rail cabal, uh, is really trying to push it on the public. They're advertising everywhere, and they've even had uh, Orange County Chopper make a Siemens Smart Chopper, which looks like a bullet train and runs on batteries. What? Yeah, they they had the Orange County Chopper guys. You know, from the reality show, make a chopper motorcycle oh, a for chopper. the. chopper! I thought yeah. you meant a helicopter. No,
0: make a a, a chopper a motorcycle. Yeah, that uh, that it's runs a on batteries. Powered motorcycle <laughs> yeah. that looks like a bullet train. Yeah. Oh no brother!
1: We wanted to build this unique chopper to raise environmental awareness and reflect what the sixty-nine thousand employees of Siemens USA are doing to help America stay on the cutting edge of tomorrow's green economy. Siemens is already very much a part of the fabric of America, and our portfolio is one of the greenest in the business. Green is not marketing hype for us. No, it's in our DNA. Well written, Hill and Knowlton. Well written. So the Obama administration, uh, uh, we'll just get off planes and trains, announced a $2 billion fund, which I guess is money we don't have, um to combat bioterrorism and pandemic threats of which 822 million dollars will be for the development of influenza vaccine. I mean, can we not get off this shit already? Unbelievable. I guess they just they, these guys are diehards. Well, and and I think it's the what caught my eye was the um uh was the bioterrorism attack because you know how we're always a little worried when they're doing some kind of simulation. And uh, on Friday, Boston had a simulated terror attack on the subway. And I did a little research, and, and it, it kind of is a little disconcerting, but you know you know a lot about the chemical industry. So, uh, oh, hold on. I have uh, Eric the Fed sending me a, a file. Where does, where does it show up? Incoming file transfer.
0: This is the file with our... Uh, yeah, yeah John, But yeah. the problem is that apparently the notes didn't come didn't through, so come we're going to have to like, open mm-hmm. that separately. That's anyway. So we're going to have so, our bumbling thing as usual. Good. Well, anyway, so,
1: so so let me read it, read this to you. Scientists were releasing gases and fluorescent particles into Boston subway tunnels on Friday to study how toxic chemicals and lethal biological agents could spread through the nation's oldest subway system in a terrorist attack. So of course, whenever something like this happens, you know, they're always nearby and you know, a false flag can take place. This is always we're always a little bit suspicious about this.
0: But what well, caught like you've seen it over and over.
1: Yeah. What caught my eye is what they were actually spreading, John. Um sulfur hexafluoride. Do you know what sulfur hexafluoride
0: is? I used to so first of all, where's my Merck Index? It was, oh, I moved it. According
1: it to the IPCC, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, it is the most potent greenhouse gas known to man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, that, so then why would they? Pre- what was the? What, what, did they make an explanation for why they were? Yeah, because they, they were. So they wanted odorless
1: and uh, invisible gas to test how it would propagate through uh, the subway tunnels in Boston. That's their story. But then you read on about this sulfur hexafluoride. So besides it being completely against the entire uh, Obama administration's uh, idea of putting greenhouse gases into the air, it is it is not just a greenhouse gas, it is the most potent greenhouse gas. There's also psychological effects. <laughs> Another effect is the gas's ability to alter vocal sound waves. The gas can be inhaled in a small, safe amount and cause the breather's voice to sound very deep,
0: effectively the opposite of inhaling helium. Oh, yeah, you can get that effect with any heavy gas.
1: Okay. So then they also shot into the Boston Tunnels perfluocarbon. Fluorocarbon. Do you know what this is? You might as well tell me. Well, common side
0: effects... Doesn't sound good.
1: (laughs) Common side effects... uh, Hold on a second. Uh, Oh, I got the wrong piece here. Hold on, let me just pull up the wiki page. It's not good. (laughs) You know it's not going to be good. They use it in operations. Uh, They use it uh, when they're giving you artificial blood. And it's... uh, what is the side effects here. Uh, it basically makes, here, yeah, the side effects occur when the body is excreting, eliminating the fluor- fluorocarbon, excreting depends on the vapor pressure, um, it gives you, here it is, flu-like symptoms. Wow. So, you know, th- th- like, this is not okay. And, of course, no one questions this. You know, the Associated Press just reports this. Oh, yeah, you know, we just put some uh, put some uh, perfluorocarbon in the air, which can make you sick, like you have flu-like symptoms. Literally says flu-like symptoms. And some sulfur hexafluoride, which uh, is like inhaling uh, helium in uh, the opposite. And they just throwing that into the air. It's, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. In fact, people asked, oh, if it has to do with security, I'm all for it. <laughs> right here in the
0: article. I think at certain times... This is how stupid the public's becoming. Yeah. it's got to do with security well. Better safe than sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think at certain times we do get into a comfort zone. Americans are like that. We don't think something like that will happen. We have to get out of that mode. Well, guess what? Your government is poisoning you. Right there. And they're
0: admitting it and laughing at you. No, they're definitely laughing at idiots that make these comments.
1: Yeah. So, I, I just thought that was outrageous and the fact that no one is even questioning the well don't worry it's invisible and uh, it doesn't smell
0: the so, point is is why would they put that in the in there if it's just a test what are they gassing people for it's
1: a week-long study commissioned by the department of homeland security to figure out ways to quickly minimize the impact of an airborne assault on the nation's 15 subway systems and protect the nation's infrastructure
0: so why have- are they gassing people what's the point do they take everybody that come out of the subway? Hey, how you feel? Well, I mean, what are they, What's the point of the gas? Well,
1: perhaps uh, to start a new uh, uh, flu pandemic because you get flu-like symptoms. Remember, I just told you there's a $2 billion fund to fight bioterrorism and a pandemic. It goes hand in hand.
0: You know, I, I'm very annoyed now. <laughs> I didn't know about this. Good. I wouldn't have been able to do the show today. Good. I'm glad you're annoyed. It's horrible. It's, a, and, it's, and, it's, it's bordering on the ridiculous. Well, and this is all about the... Uh, How about why don't you go through, let's have another test in the Boston subway system. You know, you, you send a bunch of terrorists and cut everyone's nuts off. <laughs> it's just to test the possibility.
1: Just, just to see if they'll bleed. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, of course, it's uh, creeping back into uh, the vaccine because it's about vaccines and they still got all this H1N1 vaccine they got to they get rid of. By the way, uh, producer John, remember his, uh, his dad uh, is, uh, works at Purdue University and uh, they're putting the H1N1 into the, into the annual flu vaccine. And they were like, you know, don't take it. And he says, oh, well, it turns out it's a requirement for all P- Purdue human resources to get the flu shots. Otherwise, they're not allowed to work there. Yes. So they're being forced to take the h1n1 and then it's uh, it's back into the into the
0: culture on the usa network royal pain have you uh, ever seen this program i've seen one i think i had one half episode of royal pain okay well this is the one you didn't see
2: there you go so Doc, how's the old man doing better much better
6: it's a good thing you stuck around long enough to see his rash
2: now there's a sentence you just don't hear very often (laughs) i am curious how maddie got whooping cough and the other kids didn't
6: well teddy and grace were immunized but when maddie was born there was a lot of controversy over immunization so
2: we decided to err on the side of caution right why ask a doctor
6: Uh And Dr. Phillips was susceptible because...
2: Because I've outlived my immunization. Another wonderful for grown older.
6: But how did Maddie get it in the first place?
2: She could have easily picked it up on one of your off-the-beaten-path adventures. So when do you think she'll be well enough to travel? At least six weeks. I'm afraid your family trip is going to have to wait. Of
6: course it will. We'll continue our adventure here, all of us, together.
2: Should be a great adventure.
1: So, tons of little memes in this. Just tons you know, of them. You know, I'm sickened by this clip. <laughs> it's, so first it's like, why ask your doctor? Because your doctor knows best. Then it's like the old geezer, because it's basically the grand, grandpa, he had outlived his immunization for whooping cough. So you, so sure this, 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 is, this is a message to you, John. We're looking at you, yeah, son. Sure he did. Son, you, you got to go back and get some shots against whooping cough. <laughs> you got to get your shot. <laughs> you got to get your shot. And then it's like, well, you know, you can't travel. Six weeks, you can't travel. That (sighs)
0: slave.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, slave. You cannot
0: travel, slave. It's bad, right? It's terrible. Yeah, I didn't. I'm sorry. We started doing the show, even though it's late. We we uh, we should have. Yeah. Well, I'll just finish up because you know. Well, just bring out the last depressing piece of information you dug up this week.
1: Okay. Well, no, this is just staying on this vaccine stuff. So the super bug. Uh, that was found in the United Kingdom due to medical tourism.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Whatever happened to that guy? Uh,
1: well, no, it's it's now spread to Canada. Oh, so now it's uh, been found in Canada in someone who actually had some medical work done in uh, in India. So you know, this is uh, you got to stay here, and you got to you know the insurance companies have to soak you here, and you can't go can't go anywhere else. It's got to all happen here, and in Wales. News now leaks out that uh, the Welsh uh, government was so worried about the pandemic that they had uh, actually prepared mass graves for uh, 40,000 people. (laughs) It's not like they have uh, closed those graves up, by the way. Uh, Really? Part of the Wales Mass Fatalities Plan, uh, this was uh, acquired under Freedom of Information request, uh, and, of course, this is all coming out days after the flu pandemic has been uh, deemed no longer a pandemic by the World Health Organization. Um, but they uh, they essentially uh, expected uh, or they actually have the number 37,074 victims of the Welsh population to die of uh, swine flu. As we know, that was a big scam. And, it, you know, there was all kinds of insider stuff at the WHO who had links to the uh, pharmaceutical uh, companies. And the document says Welsh councils were in the process of identifying areas that offer cooling, security, and dignified storage.
0: <laughs> How dumb are some of these governments? <laughs> no wonder the yeah. I think the Welsh should uh, reevaluate their uh, leadership.
1: It also suggested local joinery firms could be commissioned to construct simple coffins in the event of a coffin shortage. Or if the event is extreme, body bags could be used instead.
0: Yeah, I just you open the Canadian Indian
1: reservation. Yeah, oh, just some hefty bags, man. Just throw the you slaves in some there, hefty yeah. bags. Just uh, So, but it's not like the the plan is still there because you know, obviously, obviously, it can it can come back at a, the, the drop of a hat. Can Hell happen yeah. any, any moment second. now. Any man, you know, they're, wor-
0: they're working on the. They're working on a better version of that uh, bug now. In a lab, someplace. Oh yeah.
1: Well, they're they're mixing it with uh, the H five. That's what
0: they really want to yeah, do. Yeah,
1: they, they're mixing it with the, with the bird flu. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it'll it'll happen. It's just a matter of time. Don't take those shots, people.
0: So, uh, on a similar note, <laughs> went to the theater. Why do we actually do this show? We just sit here and piss each other off. Bed bugs attack. Play it. Oh, hold on
1: a second. I wasn't prepared for that. It's A teaser. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I've I've actually seen some of these reports.
5: Coming up, it's a feeding frenzy on the move. <laughs> Bed bugs are giving people
2: nightmares.
5: Over the last 10 years, their population has been exploding. Uh, tonight, we know why the insects are crawling out of beds and into movie theaters, classrooms, and more. <laughs> I've seen a
1: couple
0: of these, and they feel itchy. Yeah, no, I've seen a couple of these. I think the mattress industry is behind this. I'm wondering who's behind it because there's somebody behind it. There's too much of this publicity; it's making this huge threat. And yeah, maybe there's bed bugs all over the place, but they uh, they seem to be getting a lot. The bed bugs seem to have a PR agency working for them.
1: Yeah, well, not the bed bugs per se, but I I, could
0: be. I keep seeing local news of unconscious. You don't know.
1: I keep seeing uh, local news reports uh, showing mattresses. Oh, you should get a mattress, new mattress every seven years, and yada, yada, yada. like, man, yeah, okay. Well,
0: if there's no bed bugs in the mattress after six years, and there's no bed bugs in the mattress after seven years, why would you get a new one? Why take a chance? Yeah, well.
1: But yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, there's that. There's the the egg recall. Half a
0: billion eggs
1: recalled! And this this is the one that, uh, and I figured it out. I mean, this is very obvious. This is just to make you afraid of your eggs and to force uh, small farms out of business. And the CDC
0: is on this. Uh, yeah, well, they've already done that in California. The small egg farmers in California that used to produce eggs for the local markets. I mean, of course, none of these places we're talking about are that small. They have, you know, hundreds of thousands of chickens. Yeah. You know, the real small farmer would have, you know, a few dozen chickens and sell to his, lo- to his pals. But this small egg farmer in California has been run out of business basically, and I think in many states has been basically run out of business uh, by, by environmental laws and you can't do this. You can't do that. Cruelty to animal laws, all these kind of uh, laws against uh, doing just about anything a commercial egg layer needs to do. And so they've all moved to Iowa, where nobody cares. Most of the big uh, the production is there. That's where we have eggs. You know, they said a lot of the the, the uh, poisoned eggs were in California. Why? Why are they coming from Iowa? I thought we're supposed to eat local. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so the Safeway and, and all these chains got these eggs from Iowa. So the whole thing is uh, just designed to create these massive companies. Yep. You know, they're, they're acres and acres of chickens laying eggs and then and, and shipping them, shipping a dozen eggs. And a, a dozen of these cheap, crappy eggs cost about, you know, a buck fifty or, you know, they're almost next to nothing. I think they're like two dollars for 18 eggs at Costco. And it's like. <laughs> How do you can you afford to have the chickens lay the eggs, put the eggs in in in, a, in, the, in the packaging, put them in a truck, haul the truck all the way to California, put them in a store and sell them for a buck 50? What's wrong with this picture? Right. These eggs must be garbage. But also, you know, they
1: make it so, so the so I'm looking at the CDC, I'm looking at the FDA, and I'm looking at uh, was it foodsafety.gov and they're literally talking about a salmonella outbreak. But like like this is some monkey virus or something you know, first of all't here, here's a tip don't lick raw chicken okay this is not. it's never been a good idea uh, you know the salmonella is inherent to to this poultry, and you need to cook your eggs you need to cook it you know when you cook it then you kill it then you kill the bacteria and it's they're saying nothing new here except well you know a runny egg could get it and possibly possibly mind you they say possibly hundreds of people of half a billion eggs possibly hundreds of people have have uh, are affected by the salmonella outbreak oh you might not even know it you may just not feel good for 24 hours and then they have a podcast a podcast listen to this
6: (laughs) This podcast is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, safer, healthier people.
2: Hi, I'm Jennifer Mitchell. With me today is Dr. Casey barton baravish a veterinary epidemiologist at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention.
0: We are discussing ways to reduce your risk of getting a salmonella infection from eggs. Welcome, Dr. Barton-Berevish. <laughs> Thanks, Jennifer. It's a
6: pleasure to be here. Dr. Bart.
1: <laughs> Welcome, John. How, how are you today?
0: I am good. It is a pleasure how to you have today, you on the, the
1: program. It is absolutely fantastic. So it's completely scripted. It's funny when you listen to it, actually. It's just funny. And uh, it's just fear, uncertainty, and doubt. It's what the, the software industry, computer industry, uses all the time. Or used to use. Used to be effective.
0: You know, almost any place in the country you go, there's somebody selling, you know, fresh eggs from their own chickens. Yeah. Well, they, that should be encouraged. Well, they actually, instead, I was going to say, they actually say if the eggs are dirty, don't eat them. Oh, that's bull crap. All eggs are, when a chicken lays the egg. It's dirty, it, I know, I know. It's a dirty egg because it comes out of the butthole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I don't know if it comes out of the same uh, orifice. It does. It really? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's, that's awkward.
0: Yeah, well, so the chicken's got some chicken shit on it, or the egg's got some chicken shit on it generally. I thought it
1: came out of a different orifice nope. and there was just nope. like some nope. extra, nope. extra, nope.
0: you know, like, nope. oh, I squeeze an egg out and it's just, I, nope. I pooped a bit on
1: it. Nope. No. So it, it actually comes out of the it's poop. A dual hole. purpose hole. <laughs> it's a three input chicken. This is awesome. <laughs> That's why it's covered with chicken shit. I mean, what other reason? So it said, don't eat dirty eggs. Like, don't eat the brown acid. Don't eat dirty eggs. Seriously. They're saying, My- do not eat dirty eggs.
0: Well, you shouldn't eat it. Well, generally speaking, when you have a lot of eggs and you have your own chickens, the the eggs are not all of them, by the way. So once it was a real clean egg laying around, but uh, just just generally a little grimy. You put them in some water and you soak them and then you scrub off. You try not to scrub. There's also a little weird coating that's on the egg that seals it that you don't want to scrub off. So you don't want to use soap or anything, but you just want to scrub off the chicken shit. Yeah, of course. And then the egg, then you put the eggs in a cart and put them in the refrigerator and they're good to go. After a few days, you cannot eat a fresh egg.
1: Restaurants are now being strongly advised to use pasteurized eggs in any and all recipes.
0: Oh, that's disgusting.
1: Yeah, and Wait,
0: they- what's it? Do what? Just make it a hard cooked egg. Yeah. So, um, yeah. actually, I think what this is. Okay, here's where Here we go. I, I'm getting it now. I'm getting the. It's uh, Salmonella
1: yeah. enteritis. I'm getting it.
0: I'm getting what we're headed for.
1: Here's here's, CDC outbreak
0: investigation of Salmonella and outbreak. It's an outbreak. We've got chicken shit making you sick. I've got, I've got who's behind it. Okay. There's a number of large corporations that make gamma radiation equipment that is used to sterilize food. Hmm. And it's been a known fact that, they, you know, that the public, unfortunately, gamma radiation is pretty safe in terms of, like, it's not, you know, it doesn't irradiate anything. It just kills anything living. And it also alter, maybe alters enzymes and does things is, like isn't that. Isn't that what they
1: use at the airport to scan you?
0: No. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> it dropped like a fly. Okay. So gamma radiation has been used in Europe a lot. When you buy milk or uh, dairy products, to say ultra-pasteurized. mm That's what Uh, pasteurization
1: is, is they nuke it?
0: Yeah. Ah. Uh, Ultra pasteurization is a process of nuking it with gamma radiation from one of these pieces of equipment, very expensive gear. And the food goes in, it gets nuked, and then it comes out, and it doesn't have any all living things that have anything associated with that food are dead. But the food is not radioactive, but the industry for years has been, you know, there's a bad, it has a bad rap. Because, you know, it's got big radiation signs all over the place, and people think that if they irradiate the food, then it's going to come out radioactive and glowing, and it's going to give you, you know, cancer, which is not going to do. I mean, not from radiation, that's for sure. So uh, they've been trying to uh, scare the public as much as possible into, into adopting these this piece, these pieces of equipment. It would be perfect for the egg industry, and the beef industry wants to use it. And uh, I was always thought... That, you know, the best way to sterilize things is to let this gamma radiation stuff come through. But then I slowly realized, and it's the same thing with raw milk. Mm -hmm. I slowly realized that if you let, like, the beef industry, for example, and so I'm against the radiation. Yeah, I would
1: would understand that, yeah.
0: I'm against the radiation for the reason is that if you let these guys irradiate everything and kill everything, you're going to be eating shit, literally. Yeah. Because they're, they're not It's dead. Do it's dead. It. The, the food is dead. Yeah, the food's dead. Well, the food is dead, A. But the fact is, they don't give a, sh- a crap about keeping it clean. And if it falls on the ground and lands in a cow turd, <laughs> what difference does it make? It's dead. It's going to go through the radiation gear. Nobody's going to get sick. They're just going to be eating right. shit. You're just, you're just eating carbon, essentially. Dead no, carbon. No, you're not eating dead carbon. There's no difference in the protein structure after it goes through the radiator or radiation device, the radiator. So uh, it's a safe process, except the problem is it'll give these, these unclean facilities too much leeway. And we'll be eating, literally eating crap.
1: So the way they determine this is they, uh, they have a, an epidemic curve, better known as the EPI curve, and uh, between May 1st and July 31st, 2010, a total of 1,953 illnesses were reported. However, some of these cases may not be related to this outbreak. I, I, the word outbreak pisses me off. Uh, based on the previous five years of reports, we would expect approximately 700 illnesses during the same period. So it's doubled to, you know, or um, yeah, more than doubled to 1,900. So then, uh, then all of a sudden it's like recall the eggs, outbreak, outbreak, warning, warning. It's
0: well, anyway, something fishy is going on. I believe it's the radiation industry.
1: I do like that the firm is uh, Wright County Egg, located in Galt, Iowa. <laughs> 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 That's just a, a nice little extra tidbit they throw in there. You know that they're just doing it just to piss us off.
0: You know, there's, gulch, a, uh, there's a bumper sticker that you see in the Midwest it, it, uh, every so often. It says, where is Galt? Yeah. And it refers to both the book and the town. Uh, uh, you mean the Gulch? The gulch, Galt's Gulch. I've never seen it said any gulch. No, but gulch. that
1: well, Galt, It's Galt is not a town in Atlas Shrugged. It's a,
0: no, no, but Galt's a town in Iowa.
1: Right. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah, I've never been there. So anyway, that's nice. No more egg. No egg for you, slave. Shut up.
0: Well, they don't want yeah. You know. And there's I have a good egg vendor here in uh, the Bay Area that is a Japanese egg m- company, and they the eggs taste like. Farm fresh eggs or dynamite. Right. I've never had as egg as good an egg. Uh, and unfortunately, the, the packaging is all in Japanese. So I go to I'm checking out, and I <laughs> said, I wanted to translate. There's all this Japanese all over the friend. And the woman at the counter, she looks at it, and she looks in, and she says, I said, What does that mean? What does that mean? She says, uh, Fresh eggs. <laughs> That's what it says. Yeah, so
1: it's like fresh didn't eggs. Much good. There's, there's There's another weird thing that. That is popping up on the
0: news about circumcision in the united states john uh, i haven 't seen too many reports i I see a report about that every so often well
1: there was there was a new report that came out a couple days ago uh saying that the u s circumcision rates are on the decline, and there's a new push for circumcision in Washington for some reason uh, that 'll be washington state actually i should say yeah. Um, and yeah w- that is, it's kind of weird. That these, you know, and actually this report, so they're, they're saying, well, in in sub-Sahara Africa, clinical trials, and I don't understand how this works. This sounds like total crap, show that circumcised men were 60% less likely to acquire HIV. Like that does to acquire HIV, if you, I mean, aren't isn't that the giving portion? <laughs> and not the receiving? It's like, how do they come up with these statistics? And it's the CDC again.
0: Yeah, something's up with the CDC. They're trying to push the public. They got agendas. I don't know. I'll keep well, an eye out for the that only one. thing I've heard that and I've got a place in Washington. Well, the only
1: the only there. thing I can think is that this is part of Obamacare, and uh, they want to make sure that they're doing more cutting. Yeah, that could be. You know, be more money. Yeah, more money. That's the only thing I can think of. Just like, wow,
0: this is pretty weird. So you know we can we got the uh, spreadsheet so I think we should probably get because we have to now do our executive producers and thank yous. Yes, I think we should do them side by side. So um, you
1: want to do it now? We just do everything all in
0: one go. I think we yeah I think we should do that all in one go. Well, right now the problem is this has been a fail day by the way. I want to discuss this before I get going, which is the uh, uh, my E seventy one Nokia phone has failed. My favorite phone. Uh, it just reboots itself constantly. I mean, it comes on for a while. I can make a call, and then all of a sudden, bo- reboots.
1: Did you install any software?
0: Uh, I tried to do an upgrade sometime ah, back. Ah, there you go. Fool. Yeah, it seems to be part of the problem.
1: Did you have to get that crazy Nokia software loader that you load on your PC? No, it's the worst. And then you have to connect the My cable. My wife has and- another
0: Nokia phone, and she could never get the thing to work. That software loader is the worst thing imaginable. They should just go back to making boots and tires. They should give <laughs> they up. any fishing have to. And fishing, fishing material. I, I
1: mean, I'm sorry to say it. It's just the they fail. Complete fail. Except for the throwaway phones that they supply all of Africa with. I guess that's good still. Yeah.
0: So uh,
1: so that, that failed. Comcast failed. What else failed? Uh,
0: there was some other thing that happened. It was like another fail. Oh, yeah. The PayPal so paypal i I have to you know we 're trying to do these thank yous so I send the uh c s v file over to uh Eric, and he uh, re- says that the 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 that the uh, comments all the comments that people said didn 't come through at all, which makes no sense because it 's part of the file, hmm. somebody put a really long one in but i didn 't see it uh, which sometimes screws things up hmm. so that 's another one, so I figure this yeah. is just a fiasco of a day
1: and uh, yeah. Okay, so we don't have any
0: comments. That sucks. No, I can go ahead and pull them off the real original file. Oh,
1: so th- so what you did is when you say to PayPal, send me a- an XLS file. That's when it didn't send- They didn't spit out the comments. That's what you mean.
0: Yeah. <sighs> so let's thank yeah. our executive producers. In this case, we've got uh, um, Sir Paul Couture, of course, at the top of the list. Yeah, and he has a comment. He says, "This is for executive producer credit this week. Holding back reserve, blah blah blah, from the from the coins." Mention uh, that the coins will be shipped to those that order on the 30th and 31st of August. Nice. August, and ask people that want a second coin design, uh, contact him. And ask people that want a second coin, I think is what he's meant, designed. Uh, contact webmaster at noagendacommunity.com or tweet to No Agenda fans in right. the morning. So, um, is he, he going to do another run? Coin different design for the right. second batch. Right. Send him a note. Cool. Well, and we, so we're very appreciative of everything uh, Sir Paul Couture has done for the show, and he gave us uh, absolutely three thirty three thirty three. So he's the executive producer, and and a and, patron, and, and patron, I guess, to say the least. And he's uh, given that executive producer to himself, Sir Paul Couture, and then uh, Jacob Smith from Tacoma, Washington, is the associate executive producer at 222. And uh, I don't have... Do I have a note from him? <laughs> I'm looking on this thing. I don't see one. It so might that's be. it, huh? No, yeah, that's it. Just the two.
1: <clears throat> Darn.
0: Um, he, yeah, he has a note. This is my lucky number, 222 in Hebrew. Means the voice <laughs> of God. Really? Yeah, you nice. two are the voice of truth.
1: Oh. I was going to say, please, you know, eat easy on the God stuff with us. I mean, but we're, we're good. We're yeah, good. We're not no, that we good. Work with. That wasn't the only funny line from the movie last night. Eat, pray, love where uh, she's her marriage is in shambles and she kneels down and she says for the first time in her life, she's she actually prayed to God voiceover. And then she says, God, you know, I've never never spoken with you before. And I don't know what to say. Then I love your work, man. <laughs> it's just like a real Hollywood thing. If you're ever in Hollywood in, at a party with, with the actors or producers, anyone in the business, they always say, hi, nice to meet you. Yeah, I really love your work. <laughs> I do I, that, too. <laughs> I really admire your work. And I was like, you've never heard my work, douchebag.
0: Shut up. So uh, and then we have some regular contributors that we want to mention, um, including uh, Matthew Carey of Eastwood South Australia. Hello. Uh, and we have Chris Engler, uh, Double Nickels on the Dime, Milton, Ontario. Uh, Christopher Descato, Las Vegas, Double Nickels on the Dime. Trent Phillips, Kilbourne South Australia. You got a lot of Aussies this week. Good. Well, they're nice. in
1: dire straits down there because
0: their they're, elections they're are all much. missed. Yeah, they're all messed up. Double Nickels on the Dime. Uh, Scott Williams, Miramar, Florida, fifty dollars, and uh, Chris Lindhartson from uh, where is he from? Richland, Washington. He gave us fifty-two twenty, and he says uh, he wants to give a douchebag call out to the real Ca- at the real Canadian. Okay. Douchebag. Yeah, uh, for reasons uh, he just, I just guess he doesn't donate, but he he gave us fifty-two twenty because that's how much weight he lost in the last uh, wow. number of months. So is, that's is that, is that
1: stone <laughs> fifty-two stone or fifty-two, no,
0: 52 pounds? pounds. <laughs> okay. So I think that's another uh, possible excuse to donate. Give us your weight loss.
1: Oh yeah, a uh, weight gain is good too. Uh, either one. Yeah, it's, either one is okay. We're we're okay with it.
0: Um, and, uh, let me just see if there's any comments here that I can pull off the uh, main uh, sheet. Uh, let's see. We got uh, Trent Phillips says uh, hello. I mean, he's treating myself to a to a d douching for his birthday on the on the twenty third. He just voted in the Australia federal election. Let's just say that no matter what happens, we are fucked. Either way, keep up the good work, Trent. Well, it's, so let's it, it's interesting,
1: you check. know, uh, although I normally, since it's a kind of messed up day anyway, there is something very nasty happening. There's this guy, Alan Milburn, who uh, was in the UK, and in 2003, he resigned. He was a minister, a member, he was a minister. Um, and he resigned because there was this uh, article that was printed that he had a uh, 12-year-old boy from Clapham South called Sean, who was his pet, uh, his uh, his boy toy, essentially. And so he, he resigned, and then he pops up in Australia, first as an advisor to Kevin Rudd in 2007, and now we learn that he's set to... Uh, uh, become, I think, the mobility czar back in uh, David Cameron's uh, government. This guy is like a total pedo-bear, and he's he's bopping back and forth between Australia and the UK, I guess skirting the law. And, uh, and you know, so they've got all these weirdos who are trying to get into government in Australia, and it's frightening. And people are in disarray there. They, you know, they just had that... Had Rudd resign, they got Gillian in, Gillian Gillian, whatever her name is. And now, you know, although it's kind of funny, when you look at the ballot for a Gitmo Nation down under, they've got uh, the Australian Sex Party, the, uh, what is this other party? I have a picture of it, actually. The Climate Skeptics Party. <laughs> it's all on the ballot, which is kind of cool.
0: Are you still there? Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. I was just listening to that. It's kind of yeah. weird i don't know what's going on in australia but i guess we have to start addressing it because it doesn't seem to be uh, heading in the right direction no
1: no i'm i'm, I'm all over it and uh, i'm happy that our friends in gitmo down under are uh are helping us out supporting the show so uh, send us some uh, your producers as well you know you're not just supporters you've got to send us uh, information i'm looking at you maynard
0: so, uh, so Trent Phillips and another one is, uh, Scott Williams needed D douching. Scott says that he reeks of vinegar. I don't know what that means. All right, here you go. Sam.
6: You've been D I-,
1: I think you do understand the pun there.
0: Huh? <laughs> Uh, anyway, so the others, if there's other notes in there, I, we missed them because of the uh, nature of the day. It's just, just a, this is just a fail day, so it's just the way it goes. I do but have I, an I'll, idea.
1: So first of all, Dvorak.org slash NA. Please show your support with either a one-time donation. There's a couple of campaigns and programs you can get on if you go to the page, which is also linked from NoAgendaShow.com. Um, but even joining up for a $5 a month subscription really helps. That that sustains. If you are a $5 a month subscriber and supporter of the show, Check it to make sure uh, your uh, your donation is still going through. PayPal has this nasty habit of not only dropping your notes and your comments, but un- unsubscribing you from uh, the program. And I had an idea, John, because you were talking about um, the the magic date ten ten ten, which is just around the corner.
0: Right, it's not going to happen again for a long time. Right. And it's a very, very lucky
1: date. It's uh, considered a uh, a very lucky date in, uh, what is it, uh, China? China. China, yeah. So I was thinking about, you know, is there any karma in this for us? Now, we're not Chinese, so that clearly doesn't work. And then it hit me. 10, 10, 10 is binary for 42. And 42, anyone should know That according to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the number 42 is the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. So I'm thinking maybe we can set up some massive extra karma on this fantastically special date and uh, everyone can get in on the action by donating $42. And then I start to do some research on 42. This is an amazing number. This is this. You know, we do a lot with numerology. Thirty-three. The threes are always important. Um, but forty-two is uh, mathematically it's a, it, it's a very interesting number. A primary pseudo perfect number. Uh, it is. Let's see. It is the perfect score on the USA Math Olympiad. It is the expected number of throws uh until two sixes show up successfully for the first time it is uh well of course 42 is in ascii is asterix the asterix commonly known as the wild card i mean this is a this is a I, I never knew this about 42 in fact i'm thinking of getting a 42 tattoo i think you should 42 is the result given by wolfram Alpha, google and microsoft's bing when the query is entered the answer to the life uh, to life, the universe, and everything else. Uh, in astronomy, there's lots of 42s. Uh, in religion, 42 is the number with which God creates the universe in Kabbalistic tradition. Uh, 42 appears in various contexts in Christianity, and Judaism. But of course, screw all that. It's in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That That's what it is. Uh, Alice in Wonderland has 42 illustrations. <laughs> I'm searching now.
0: <laughs> well, well, I think we should doc- document all this, put it on a page, and we're, we'll do our 10-10-10 uh, special... Uh, uh, Will you put that on the page so we Contribution, can, yeah. Yeah, it, it should be... I think we should do, like... Well, I think we should have a page dedicated to it. I do know it should be on That's the a good page.
1: idea. Well, there's a huge wiki page, which is just unbelievable. I had no, no idea. Just
0: take Yeah, okay, we'll take we'll take us, uh, uh generously from the page. It's a wiki page. And, uh, and we'll make it our... Uh, or uh autumn promotion uh fund drive fundraising drive uh using this of uh, the forty two uh and uh target everything for 10, 10, 10 day i like it i like it What's 10, 10 10? is that uh, what days of the week is that oh um let's take a look uh, yeah i don't have a calendar open ten ten is guess what it's a sunday yep cool oh my god th- th- that's a oh, that's a good omen john.
1: That is well, a good omen.
0: So uh, we can do the show. We'll do a special ten 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 show. Yep. 42nd yeah. Forty Second Street. Bring a Chinese mystic on Forty no Second
1: street, street. Lots best. of hookers and blow. That's good luck. Um, in mm. <laughs> this is really bad. There's so many. There's so many references to forty two level forty two. Uh, oh man, forty two. It's just an amazing number. I think we need the Jeff Smiths or Jeff Smith to do a, a song for us, a 42 yeah. tune or something. Okay, so you'll, you'll, get a, you'll get a donation button up for the Lucky 42 Super Karma, um, which will pay off for you on 10-10-10, which is a Sunday. It couldn't get any better than that. I, I didn't even realize that. That is awesome.
0: All right, so back to the show, but you, before we do that, we should, one more plug out there, Dvorak.org slash NA, uh, channeldvorak.com slash NA, and noagendashow.com will get you to uh, uh, one of the donation sites. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> so anyway, let's see what we got. Well, you got some clips, and I got a couple
1: other things. Uh, let's uh, take a look at these clips. Maybe... Um oh you know just kinda of like kind of real news, but not real enough to play the jingle um
0: yeah. <laughs> we have well we have some sort of a level of real news, yeah could... yeah, we do have a l le-
1: we do have kind of a level here's uh, here's what happened, you know so we we had the n word discussion with dr Laura schlesinger a couple days ago and uh, I actually had some good email conversations with people um, really appreciate uh, all the feedback people gave both positive negative but you know there was no hate and there was a lot of uh, yeah, just good discussion which I always like seeing but uh, then this pops up this week
6: Jennifer Aniston and the R word uh-huh. if you don't know what I'm talking about take a listen to what she said she was on live with Regis and Kelly she's talking about uh, her issue in Harper's Bazaar a photo shoot where she was posing to look like Barbara Streisand take a listen
0: that's one of her classic photos. And and that <laughs> is Jennifer Aniston. Yeah.
6: And with all these fun wigs and it was and you know, that funny girl. And so it was just like it was just fun. You, you play dress be, up. I, well, I play dress, dress up. <laughs> I do it for a living, like a retard, but <laughs> you know. Yeah, she said it. and it oh, Yeah, you know, the audience didn't respond. Regis and the co-host, they didn't respond. But people, they are responding. Advocacy groups are saying it was extraordinarily offensive and inappropriate. And she's been in the headlines a lot. I mean, this Bill O'Reilly thing with oh, her saying, yeah. you know, this is the new form of mothers referencing to the movie The Switch. so yeah. Which comes out this weekend, right?
3: So all right. this publicity. Because well, it kind of reminds me of when President yes. O-B- Barack Obama said about Special Olympics when he was making fun of his own bowling and that caused an uproar. We've goal, heard so. Rush
6: Limbaugh say it. Yeah. We've heard Howard Stern say it. People say it a lot but she is under a lot of criticism right now
3: yeah
1: PC. So, so she's got uh, a movie coming out so this is of course actually really good but uh you know the people from rword.org you know and this is like they're calling them out and i'm thinking this is actually really good because the people who are talking about this on cnn uh local news um they are retards. The people who, who look at this news and think this is news, you know, you put actual retards to shame. They're smart. They're out there in the Special Olympics like doing shit. Everyone else is a retard sitting there going, uh, oh, wow, you know, there's 50,000 troops left, but the combat troops are out, and we're there because of some lies from some more retards in Congress who lied about weapons of mass destruction and were there to protect the Iraqis. The, the, I'm telling you. We are retard[s]. We're absolutely We are more <laughs> retarded than
0: the people. The Special Olympics people are brilliant compared to us. They're smart. Play, 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 play it, play it, play it. The pet peeve theme. Oh, yeah, here we go. Brother, just, so, just
1: you know, it's it's like it, it, it's it's a, it's it's a double slam on people who are in the Special yeah. Olympics because they're great. They're out there doing high jumps with, you know, and the the crazy, and we are retards!
0: I was hoping we wouldn't do that story, but I did have it kind of clipped into the showbiz tonight's (laughs) thing. I have a clip that mentions it, but it doesn't go into it. Well, should we have a listen? I just thought the whole thing was pretty lame. Let's go to some... uh, uh, Do I have any real news? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I do. There's a a thing going on. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. And now, back to real news. Okay. Oh well, we're going to go to the real, real news. Yeah, uh, we're getting the uh, f- uh, neo-prohibitionist uh, uh, the meme demon drink again with the Kardashians. You might want to play that. To
1: oh, oh boy, do I know about this? Was this Larry King by any chance? Yeah, with oh, vodka. I in the
2: vodka. These Whatever's downstairs. in the house. <laughs> That's
0: right. Whatever you got.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're um, kidding. Yes, Bruce. You. She's no, I'm a kidding. beer. I have one beer is my, my limit. I'm not, I don't, I don't really drink.
6: I've been married to him for 20 years and I don't think I've ever seen you buzzed.
2: No. That's ever. Nice. And a great word, buzz, by the way. What a great yeah. new episode. <laughs> <Get> Bruce. <laughs> Being oh, a mother, God. has it changed your desire well, for alcohol? I'm still breastfeeding. So that solves that. Which is a lovely visual, by the way. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh. For the show. Now when, she so sick. Yeah, now, when she, now when she's got the pump going. I was yeah. that. Do,
1: do I really have to listen to all of this?
0: No. no. They go back into the alcohol thing again. It's a, Lopez is perhaps the worst interviewer in the world. He makes nothing but kind of lewd sexual innuendo yeah
1: it's like oh that's a great visual i'm thinking of your
0: breast it's uh, uh, no, he's, 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 he's so sleazy and he's douche. got a sleazy look he just looks like yeah, he's greasy he's a douchebag so um mickey follows
1: uh this is like her crack she follows uh, the kardashian shows and I, and, I, and I can't help but watch because you know immediately you're into alpha yes, you state can. no i can't you it, can shoot yourself i, I might have to um, but I, we had this discussion just the other day. I said, you know, I don't even believe that her husband is an alcoholic. I, I don't believe it at all. You know, he's in some fake, uh, some, some fake therapy with a fake therapist. And what kind of therapist lets him film, lets him actually tape the therapy session where he's going like, well, you know, you have to give yourself permission to heal. It's like bullshit. I, I think the whole thing, particularly the drinking thing with Scott, her husband is fake. But there's a, the movement continues, John, because now uh, everywhere I'm seeing drink-driving ads, drunk-driving ads with motorcycles. Have you noticed this?
0: No, I not here. Oh, yeah, no. This is the sound of a popular American motorcycle. It's the sound of freedom, the open road,
5: really good times. And this is what it sounds like with a drunk guy on it. How do you like the sound of that? Cops are cracking down on drunk motorcycle riders. If you ride drunk, you will get caught and you will get arrested. Drunk riding over the limit under arrest paid for by the U.S.
0: Department of Transportation. It's like, why is the U.S. Department of Transportation wasting the taxpayers money on this? (sighs) Because apparently there's an epidemic of drunk motorcyclists out there. You know, of all the things in the world you want to do on a motorcycle. Is drive drunk? <laughs> drive drunk. I don't.
1: I, I mean, I, I. This just sounds like I don't think it's true. I don't think maybe so either. there's something coming against motorcycles now. Maybe there's, oh, some, there's probably. Yeah. By the I, way, that doesn't sound like a Harley. I just want to say I, I know sounds pretty good. It sounded more like a rice burner, one of those fake like Honda things. I don't it's know supposed what it to look like, like a Harley. I get much attention to it. Slave Mark from uh, Colorado uh, writes in and says. I've been amazed the greed of the crime industry supported by government to keep us slaves in line. In Colorado, over one-third of our population has an alcohol violation. One-third. Now you can get two days of mandatory jail for having one drink and walking to your car with your keys in your hand. The trial lawyers interlock companies such as Guardian, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, B.I., and others snuck through increased penalties a few months ago. But, of course, the sheeple don't care. Anyway, Mark lives just a few miles from uh, BI, BI.com, and uh, he's going to go uh, record. No,
0: it. If the people in Colorado are essentially under attack by their own government. If go to the blog, org slash blog, and look back a few days, and you'll find, if you haven't seen the the, the two cops who beat the crap out of some dog walker, Yeah, uh, this guy's walking his dog uh, casually across the, you know, across the, uh, uh, like a little bridge. And these two cops pull over some guy, supposedly, and the guy's within earshot of hearing this. These two cops pull over some guy who they claim r- ran a stop sign. And the guy, the dog walker says, hey, I saw you. You stopped. It just, you didn't run the sign. If you need somebody to testify in court, <laughs> And they tased him, there. right?
1: Let me guess. They tased him?
0: No, they just beat the crap out of him. Really? And, and yeah, it's on video? The Where's the, how, how did the video get made? Apparently there's somebody up. you know, that was filming it or it was one of the city videos that somebody got a hold of the tape. I'm not sure. But the video shows that clearly the guy's taking, what do you do? T- the two cops push the guy, put, push him up against the um, kind of the bridge edge, and then one of them gives him a knee to the groin oh, and starts smacking, smacking him. him around. And the other guy was, you know, beating him, too. And so the two guys, and meanwhile, of course, these cops are still, you know, they're, well, you know, administrative, full pay, and, well, we're looking into it, and the district attorney's going to do nothing. This is the situation happening in Colorado, which has become a, a, one of the worst police states. I never liked that state. You
1: know, speaking of, of video recordings of stuff, so I, I was watching, I don't know exactly what I was watching, but it was some guy, some retired admiral or journal, journal general or colonel, whatever it was, and he was talking about how the war in, because of course you know now we 're out, all combat troops are out, bullshit um, and he was talking about how the war in Iraq basically upgraded our military infrastructure. We went in with poor flak jackets, now we got great flak jackets, we went in with shitty cars and trucks and tanks, and now we got fantastic armored vehicles because of all these ieds and then they 're showing all this footage, and it's it 's you know shot from a hilltop. And you see like a tank move along and boom, it blows up with an IED. Then you see a personnel carrier. It's like boom, it blows up with an IED. Who's filming this? And how is that video getting onto CNN? And and it looks to me like it's military footage you know are they just sitting there waiting for something to blow up or is it staged i mean it doesn't look... i
0: have no idea i would guess staged in it, some instances it's
1: not shaky cam al-qaeda shit that's not what it is i mean it's, it's like static it's there it's pointed it's like right right in the road and then you know a jeep comes along and boom it, it blows up you know it's a shocking sight i'm just like who is filming this where does this video come from the al-qaeda posted it on the web somewhere it's pretty good quality
0: yeah it seems unlikely. Well, you know, there's a lot of setup stuff going on. We were watching a news report last night, and the, the clip here is troops uh and it was showing a bunch of guys what they think about now leaving and, and this was so staged, and the guys were so stupid. it was weird. the guys were there were three different guys, and they were they were standing there extremely well lit professionally lit. In the middle of Nowheresville, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, and each three of the each three of the three guys had the exact same T-shirt on. That was a gray T-shirt that had said "Army" across the front, the right. kind you can buy in you know different places. Right? Did they have makeup and, on as well? I would think so. Yeah. But listen to this little report, and listen to the one guy who's just. I mean, I don't know why they couldn't find somebody that could actually be could enunciate. And then again to train Iraqi forces last year.
2: It's all excitement. Just one more step to get home. We came, we saw, we we helped people, and now I feel good. It's been a reward to to see the
4: Iraqis
0: really take things on their own.
1: This boggles the mind. We went into Iraq because Colin Powell held up like a biological. V- Vial of stuff of anthrax, and there was weapons of mass destruction. And Saddam Hussein was a horrible guy, and now we came, we saw, we helped people. <laughs> Vani Vidi, we helped people. I feel good. <laughs> and I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I, the, uh, our our servicemen and women have been hoodwinked. You've been put in harm's way by bastards who are just out there to make more money on building more crap. And oh, well, we have to get a, uh, we have to, uh, we have to manufacture better vehicles. We need better flak jackets. It was a scam. From beginning to end. And no one is saying anything about it. I actually woke up at like 2 this morning and this got me all riled up. I was thinking about this. Like, Jesus! You're like, we were there to help people. What are we helping? Stupid.
0: It's ridiculous.
1: It's it's inhumane.
0: So there's a couple other things going on besides the crazy crazy war. And of course... uh, they you know, the, the the big news this week, and I have no, I have I, actually, I had one clip, and I decided I didn't even send it over, uh, okay. which I might send over later because it's kind of a weird clip from Donald Trump. But the big news this week, of course, was triggered, and we talked about it when it first broke. We didn't think much; it was going to make mainstream. It's the at G all. word. It's what's the G word? Oh, this is not Geraldo. No, I got oh. a Geraldo thing oh, though. Okay, then what was it? Uh, no, no, that's oh actually, the Lockerbie bomber. No, no, I don't have the clip, I told you. Yeah, you got the Lockerbie Bomber clips No, here. I don't have the clip of what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, sorry. The mosque. Oh, there is no mosque. And so the mosque... <laughs> there is no mosque at Ground Zero.
1: It's a community center.
0: So they, uh, this was... This has got completely out of control. It is, it is completely – it's ruining both right-wing talk radio and left-wing talk radio and the news and the CNN and, every, and Fox and everything in between because that's all anyone's talking about. And I find it just ridiculous because of the, you know, it's just going to ha- – whatever happens is going to be localized anyway. So anyway, so, th- so we avoided that even though we were on it way before anybody else. And so the next thing that's coming up, the kind of the, the Moss thing has kind of morphed a little bit, especially with Fox News, into this new meme that Obama is not a Christian.
1: Right. He's a Muslim.
0: Yeah. Well, they're, 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 nobody actually wants to say he's a Muslim and nobody really thinks he is. And so we got this really <laughs> this is a very long clip, but it's worth listening because there's a number of little Nuggets. Nuggets all throughout it, and this is the Obama's not a Christian report about how you know. So we were talking about this by the way last night, and it was, uh, what is Obama? He's not a Christian. He's not a Muslim. He's he's either an agnostic or an atheist, and he just doesn't want to admit it. He's a Hawaiian. There you go. Play the Obama. And he time.
5: has seeped into the president's political base.
3: Now, less than half of Democrats say the president is a Christian. Less than half of African Americans say the president is a Christian. Less than half of people who give Obama positive job approval ratings say he's a Christian.
5: In Washington, of the 12 people who talked to a Fox News crew, eight called the president a Christian, three run sure, one labeled him a Muslim.
3: There's no practical. Uh, Um, demonstration of of, of that fact that he is anything other than Christian. There's no question or doubt about it that he's Christian.
6: The American public would like to know a little bit more about where he stands on his faith.
5: A Time magazine poll taken after the Ground Zero mosque debate flared found 47% believe Mr. Obama is a Christian but 24% believe again incorrectly that he's a Muslim. The president has attended Christian services sparingly and given up on a vow to find a permanent church in Washington. This after a campaign season and decision to quit his Chicago church.
1: That's uh. Wait a minute. Did he just say incorrectly, incorrectly that he's not a Christian? I didn't hear that. Yeah, yeah. It just dawned on me. Listen
0: to this. And given up on a vow to find. Hold on. No, he said incorrectly, Muslim.
1: Oh, okay. Well, so he's basically saying that he's he's not a Muslim. It's, yeah. incor- it's incorrect. Right. Okay.
5: But 24% believe, again, incorrectly, that he's a Muslim. The president has attended Christian services sparingly and given up on a vow to find a permanent church in Washington. This after a campaign season decision to quit his Chicago church and sever ties to longtime pastor Jeremiah Wright. Mr. Obama now prefers private Christian services at Camp David. Also, Mr. Obama plays a lot of golf
0: on Sundays. Still.
1: (laughs) I know. He prays at Bohemian Grove. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so he said he he's got it there's a couple other things that come up you know he people plays golf like the, on sundays <laughs> he plays golf on sundays but he uh the mention of jeremiah Wright and this also comes up in the conversation is that you know all this right had this horrible these horrible anti-american sentiments and obama was right sad. obama i don't think ever went to that church I probably showed up once in a while and that was that he's not he doesn't go to church hello but anyway, there's a there's a funnier nugget coming up okay. just a little further along the line here. All right.
5: Scholars find these new poll numbers baffling. It just seems ridiculous to me that he would be considered a Muslim by anyone. I mean it's we're in the middle of Ramadan right now, where Muslims are fasting from dawn until dusk, and we have our president stuffing his face full of ice cream. In addition to that ample <laughs> visual <laughs> evidence, funny. the White House says the yeah, President receives an email and,
0: uh, prayer devotional every day. And uh turkey. Turkish stuff, stuff, yeah. So he's yeah. Uh, anyway. The, the whole thing it's it's Obama a distraction, brought, John. It's just a, it's no, a no, distraction. No, this, is, this is because these guys are just looking for something. To, they're just trying to slam this guy. But the point is, is that Obama brought this on himself by even just saying anything about that that mosque.
1: Can, can, and, to be fair, um, the idea of putting a mosque next to Ground Zero, I think Americans have put a lot of Ground Zeros next to mosques.
0: Okay, well that's an interesting argument. You should get on a, uh one of these shows and say that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that'll that'll go a long way.
0: Anyway, he somebody pointed out that a, that it looks like uh Uh, Gibbs and uh, Rahm Emanuel and all his advisors have been on vacation for the last week or so, and Obama took it upon himself to, you know, give the pro-mosque speech and then have to back down the next day, and he's just made a botch of it. I mean, you know, the guy should just do some real work and stop yakking about things. Guy can't stop talking.
1: So I did uh, watch our president's little show uh,
0: yesterday. I thought the end of it.
1: You caught the end uh, of the caught the end of it. You mean of his uh, his his speech to the nation?
0: No, no, the one. That yeah, the little one he does on uh, on the, the whi- on White House chat.
1: How can you catch the end of it? Isn't it, it is it broadcast anywhere? Isn't it just uh? Isn't it's on it just... C span. Oh really?
0: Yeah, it was on C span uh, 2, I think And I just caught the end of it, it... and then I got to see some crazy uh, some some guy trying to rebut it. He had nothing to say about what the speech was really about.
1: Well, it w- it was kind of annoying. Uh, maybe we just listen to a minute or two of it because, you know, he's, uh, once again, he's like, all he's talking about is Republican bad,
3: Republican stopping me, Republican bad, not good, ooh, very bad, secret news. As the political season heats up, Americans are already being inundated with the usual phone calls and mailings and. Yeah, to, from barackobama.org. That's what I'm getting mailings from. B ads from campaigns all across the country. But this summer, they're also seeing a flood of attack ads run by shadowy groups with harmless-sounding names. We don't know who's behind these ads, and we don't know who's paying for them. That's weird. Is that really true? We don't, we can't find out who's behind this the ads? This is bogus.
0: Yeah. You yeah. can find out who's doing it. He's got the CIA He's working He's the president. It. He's the president. This is whining. This yeah. is pathetic. Yeah, it, it gets worse.
3: The reason this is happening is because of a decision by the Supreme Court in the Citizens United case. A decision that now allows big corporations to spend unlimited amounts of money to influence our elections. Is this maybe, uh, Kagan's already in,
1: right? Is she being uh, confirmed? Yeah, she's done. Okay, so, all right, so maybe it's just like, oh, we're gonna
3: change this, we're gonna put our girl in. They can buy millions of dollars worth of TV ads. And worst of all, they don't even have to reveal who is actually paying for it. You don't know if it's a foreign-controlled corporation. Listen. You don't know if it's BP. You don't know if it's a big insurance company. or. Wow.
2: You don't know if it's BP.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. This is is not a leader. This is a whining bitch. Wall
3: Street Bank. A group can hide behind a phony name like Citizens for a Better Future even if a more accurate name would be Corporations for Weaker Oversight. (laughs) We tried to fix this last month. There was a proposal supported by Democrats and Republicans that would have required corporate political advertisers to reveal who's funding their activities. However, when special interests take to the airwaves, whoever is running and funding the ad would have to appear in the advertisement and take responsibility for it, like a company's CEO or an organization's biggest contributor and foreign-controlled corporations (laughs) and entities would be restricted from spending money to influence American elections, just as they were in the past. You would think that making these reforms would be a matter of common sense. Well, let me be clear. You'd think that reducing corporate and even foreign influence over our elections wouldn't be a partisan issue. But the Republican leaders in Congress said no.
1: In fact,
0: they used their power to block the issue from even coming up for a vote. What power? What power? They don't have any power. This is like the this committees is, are run by the Democrats. The Congress is run by the Democrats. How do you block it? I guess uh, they, they're talking about the the filibuster again. You can't. No, this isn't what that what he's talking about. He's just this is bull crap, is what it is. Yeah. Yep.
1: So I just look at that, and he's always whining about the Republicans. But the, the Democrats have the House, they have the Senate, and they have the executive branch.
0: I don't get it. Well, it's obviously they need more than that. I don't know what you can do. I, w- I mean, what more can you? If you're a Democrat, what more do you want before you have to stop complaining about the Republicans who have zero power? All they do, you know, the Republicans can do—they can complain and, and moan and groan, but they can't do anything.
1: Right. Well, somehow they're using their power by the don't power don't of Grace. Greystoke. I block <laughs> this legislation. <Power. laughs> Um you would agree with me John that uh, when Warren Buffett makes an investment in something usually it's something you kind of want to follow and you want you know because he's somehow he seems to always be right the uh, oracle of omaha uh let me see he invested 5 billion i think in uh, Goldman Sachs before Goldman got all this tarp money and he made double his money uh he invested of course in uh, trains and now Warren Buffett has made a big bet to the tune of $2.4 billion on buying 17 million shares of uh, Johnson & Johnson uh, for their medical practice, for their medical division. Because, of course, uh, Obamacare is going to make him rich. Rich, I tell you.
0: Sounds right. Yep. Yeah, you know, Obamacare is going to make a lot of people rich, but it's, not going, to, it's going to break the public. Things have gone up in price. There's different, uh, I mean, as soon as they passed it, you can see anyone who's got, uh, gets prescriptions and they have a medical plan. Because, uh, you know, you still pay the same $10, but if you look at the base price of the product, in many cases, it's doubled. And it's So just, that's it, who gets, you know, and of course, that's what the insurance companies, they put it through that way. And it's
1: just chemical goop and it's vitamins.
0: Like, it's <laughs> it's just, an, just an obvious scam.
1: Well, so, so General Motors filed to go public. Now, of course, they haven't even paid back their uh, their borrowed money yet, or they lied about it. And uh, you know me, I-, I love reading S1s. I've done an S1 myself, and uh, it's fun. You, know, you have the business part, you have the marketing part, and then you have the risk part of the S1 filing. So this is uh, very important. The S1 is a public document, any company that goes public. And, of course, you and I own 85% of uh, General Motors right now, John.
0: Uh, so far. Yeah, we own it. And, uh, so, so I'm going to get a payout when they go public? I get some cash? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, you'll, get
1: ton, you'll get tons of cash. So I, re- I was reading through the risk document, and uh, <coughs> two things were interesting. One, <coughs> the ability of our new executive management team to quickly learn the automotive industry and lead our company will be critical to within the past year. Uh, will be critical. Within the past year, we have substantially changed our executive management team. That would be the president fired the guy. We've elected a new chief executive officer who will start on September 1st, 2010, and a new chief financial officer who started January 1st, 2010, both of whom have no outside automotive industry experience. So that's one of the risks. But the real risk that I found interesting, our management team for financial reporting under the supervision of and with the participation of our CEO and CFO, conducted an evaluation of the effectiveness of the design and operation of our internal controls. Because of the inability to sufficiently test the effectiveness of remediated internal controls, we concluded our internal controls over financial reporting is not effective. (laughs) June 30, 2010, we concluded our disclosure controls and procedures are not effective at a reasonable assurance level because of the material weakness in our internal control over financial reporting that continues to exist. Until we've been able to test the operating effectiveness of remediated internal controls and ensure the effectiveness of our disclosure controls or procedure, any material weaknesses may materially adversely affect our ability to report accurately our financial condition and results of operations in the future in a timely and reliable manner.
0: Well, that's no good.
1: No, this is an outrage. It's a freaking outrage. In other words, we don't exactly know. We don't know what's going we don't know on. What's Here going we are.
0: Let's say we buy our stock.
2: This is they just crazy. tons of money for all we know. Yes,
1: it's crazy. And, and they just put it in there. Gee, I wonder when, see, when will Don Lemon do that on the
0: report on this? Never. Yeah. Nobody ever does S1s or all the rest it's of the stuff. All you oh, do is just read it. I mean, you understood what I said. It wasn't that hard, right? Yeah.
1: What it said was
0: we're screwed up. You should yeah. buy our stock.
1: <laughs> we got guys who don't know how to run a car company, and we don't actually know how much we're making or losing, for that matter. <laughs> losing, which is more like it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's just wow. Thank you, Mr. President.
0: Yeah, well, of course, nobody'll pay any attention to that. What's the? Uh, by the way, I sent you one more clip, and uh, you should probably pull it down because I might want to play it. Um, okay. Uh, in the meantime, I've got a couple here that would be worth discussing. I'm look. I found a new meme. It's kind of a real news meme, but it's uh, mainly because of the, the discussion. And it seems like there's a pre mania going on, and it's being played up on the uh, on a lot of news and entertainment shows. Prenup
1: mania, you say?
0: Prenup mania. If
1: only pre- I had known about the meme two years ago.
6: Or longer. Yeah. On have a prenup, Tom and third wife Katie Holmes, who married in November 2006, it appears due. Their
5: prenup reportedly pays Katie $3 million a year for being married to Tom Cruise, up to 11 years. So with a cap of 33 million, if she makes it for the long haul past 11 years, she gets half of of his worth
6: at that time. He was going through a divorce is one of the hardest things to go through. But the blow for Denise was perhaps softened by a prenup, which reports claim netted her as much as $40 million. In the contract, there was also apparently a $4 million infidelity clause, a clause not unusual for celebrities. Catherine Zeta Jones, who has been married to Michael Douglas for almost 10 years, could get a $5 million payout for any infidelity married just a month after they began dating, and Khloe Kardashian reportedly had a list of prenup demands for Laker Lamar Odom when they wed last September, including $500,000 for every year they're married, $25,000 a month in general support, $5,000 a month for shopping, and $1,000 a month for beauty care. And that's not all. The weirdest
5: thing that she asked for is season tickets to the Lakers for her entire family.
1: John, if you ever cheat on me, I want all
0: your hoodies. So the thing that, you know, uh, Mimi pointed this out, she said people are all upset about gay marriage and all this, and nobody's outraged by this. (laughs) This is essentially, uh, you know, it is making a mockery of marriage. I
1: mean, setting it all up, is like, hey, if you get a blow job, that'll be half a million. You know, it's,
0: if, I, if I continue <laughs> to blow like you for million million a, a year to stay married to Tom, yeah, I mean, dude, yeah. it's kind of like humiliating. If
1: I continue to blow you for 11 years, I get $33 million. It's like It's, it's like it's, a bunch it's, of hookers. It's legal prostitution is what it is. That's, yeah. I don't see it any Contracted. other way. Yeah,
0: Contact contract prostitution. and prostitution.
1: Well, that's just awesome.
0: Hot Pockets. Unbelievable.
1: No, it's not unbelievable, but yeah. Well,
0: it's, <laughs> it's unbelievable, it's, but in it's that pretty, sense. It's pretty out
1: there for sure. Damn.
0: Yeah. So I'm watching uh, Geraldo. <laughs> you know, the, the Fox Weekend, I would recommend this to people uh, who are bored stiff. Uh, if you're looking for some entertainment... Uh, the high entertainment value shows, they're all on Fox on the weekends. It's all these second-tier guys, uh, you know, wannabes, guys who really don't, couldn't carry a mass market or can't do a show five days a week. And so you get a lot of wacky shows. I mean, H- Huckabee, you get Stossel, and you get a bunch of guys you've never heard of that do weird stuff. It's highly entertaining. It's highly entertaining. Geraldo shows are amongst the worst. And he only does one a week, right? It's Friday, Yeah, it's, it's, it's Friday. a weekend show. Yeah. And so he and he comes on the other shows, but you know he can't get any traction for the show either because he's not very good when you see him as a. No, yeah, he needs to go back to opening up Al, Al Capone's vault. So he was on there. They're bitching and moaning about True Blood. One guy thinks is the worst thing, and it's an abomination. This other guy, these two TV reviewers, one the other guy who appears to be gay, which I'm saying because it's going to affect what he says. You mean the G thing. word, John? And when, he, by the way, when he starts to discuss what he thinks about true blood being a gay show <laughs> peraldo instead of saying wow this could get me some some numbers he chokes and cuts off the conversation <laughs> and I, I consider this like a ridiculous uh, uh on his part because it was actually getting interesting once this guy brought this issue up. i'd never seen the true blood show i know it's and about- who, was the,
1: who was the guest who was this guy
0: no, I have to get their names, but I just, uh, just figured there's two guys arguing with Geraldo. It's about Geraldo blowing it, as it were. Uh, I got all these puns I don't even mean to do. Yeah. It, it's, stop. <laughs> You're killing me. You'll be here all week. Let's listen to the clip. It's a highly intelligent,
3: very clever indictment of the very conversation that we're having right now. And it's an allegory it, it, h- to our It's highly clever and ironic. I mean, they're, they're depicting murder
0: and rape... Uh, as if it's it's a, something worth being glorified. I mean, there was an episode uh, just this season where one of the main characters literally turned a woman's head around 180 degrees I saw that his in The exorcist, Nathan, her.
5: wait. I hey, saw that Nathan.
3: like...
2: Nathan, why it's didn't you disgusting. have a problem with the violent
3: movies like, you know, Transformers and movies where women are sexualized, like, you know, Megan well, Fox? Certain, and did you see, there Nathan, did you see Salt? With did you see how many times Angelina Jolie off somebody, you know, with a gun? I mean, why aren't you going after movies and products like that? The old sex and violence there's argument, Nathan?
0: There are certainly arguments to be made against the glorification of violence across the board, but this is a particularly extreme case where you're glorifying the combination, a really horrifying combination of sex and violence at the same time.
3: I mean, you're showing people Nathan, I in, think you're taking in a mainstream it far publication covered in blood and naked. <laughs> covered in blood and, and, and naked. I think you're taking it way well, too seriously. So where do and we also, stop writing things off as, as simply ironic? Uh, instead of of well, diving. that's what we're doing and i think we need to just we need to talk about something that is the real issue here i guarantee you if none of those vampires were gay vampires we wouldn't be having this oh, discussion come on, what's ten? upsetting There's what's not, upsetting so many I people is, is a lot of the vampires are gay they
0: <laughs> are
1: i have to say most of my vampire friends are gay and that is absolutely true
0: oh no <laughs> Who was talking about? Oh, come them on, being you really haven't been watching the
1: show if game. you haven't been seeing that. Yeah. It has
3: nothing to do with that. Well, like I said, I, I only glanced, but I not I up. completely I didn't know were... disagree. I, I mean, but they, they, certainly that that hetero sexual sloppy scene we just saw was uh, was not gay. Anyway, guys, I guess it, uh, it's a kind oh. of a
5: circular debate. Those who like it will
0: watch. <laughs> a circle jerk is what he was thinking. Yeah, circular debate. <laughs> Continue to watch so it. 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 I mean, this would have been actually kind of interesting. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I never thought about it, but obviously, you know, uh, this guy was thinking in those terms, and I thought, well, double that's an interesting angle to cri- for, as critique. And then Geraldo's like, oh God, I don't know, maybe I'll get in trouble if I let this conversation continue, continue yeah, like this. It's the and G he, word,
1: I can't. He I can't, closes the conversation ooh, and leaves. Ooh, it's ooh, unbelievable.
0: Yeah. But anyway, this is the kind of crap you get on TV. Uh, black.org slash na help us out yeah. keep
1: us on the air keep, keep us going exactly before comcast yeah i was thinking about that there's comcast cable time warner at t and what else you see Not what it. happens right it's like comcast goes off the air boom show over it's like you yeah, have no much. alternative
0: they won't wait until. T- they won't wait until noon. Leave it off. <laughs> They'll never make, make it. Make them do it Monday. Yeah, no reason, right. bastards.
1: Yeah, make them do it in the afternoon, so they can't say that in the morning. Crap. Um, I I I think we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, briefly speak about uh, the WikiLeaks rape accusation oh, and immediate re- uh, withdrawal. Uh, I actually have a. A little bit of a clip and I'm going to go to the end of it just so you can hear the anchor uh, I'm not sure who it is but it was on CNN uh, and you know like, like this is like an amazing this is amazing story this is just outrageous these past five hours have been just riveting we've I mean it's
3: just been fantastic literally was posted five hours ago saying the charges are without basis this was almost immediately after the charges came to light so Atika I don't know where we are going to go from here. It has been a five hours, a strange developing story throughout the day. Atika, we appreciate you. If you get anything else, by all means, get back to us. But again, to our viewers, it has been again an odd five hours uh, to see the man go from facing very serious allegations, on the possibility of charges, an arrest in absentia, as they call it, has now
1: been revoked. No longer wanted uh, in Sweden on these charges. See, I think what happened. Is uh, these charges came out? They probably got it off of Twitter, is where they do all most of their news sourcing. Uh, actually, Robert Gibbs Twitter, and then they made they blew it up, big story, and then it turns out to be not true or withdrawn or whatever, and then they they've got egg on their face, and uh, and then they, they're like, oh well, this has been really strange, you know, it's really strange what this is weird five hours, yeah, I don't understand, you know, this is Tika, please come back to me when you have more information. It's the CIA.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah some, but I think, it was a, I think somebody blew it. I, think it was, I also think it was an intelligence agency of some sort. I don't know which one. But I think that somebody just decided to do this. And they said, what the hell are you doing? They said, we can't do this now. And they it's to, too early. What you, this is not we don't right. have the we're Photoshop gonna, gonna, done we're gonna yet. We're going to put him on pedophile charges. <laughs> yeah. We're going to plant some stuff on his machine. Yeah, it's too early, you bastards. You can't you do this, you screw up. stupid idiots. Get, get back into the mail room, you idiot. Uh,
1: and uh, Okay, so here's the funniest one, because I did a little bit of research. Um, Wyclef Jean, uh, the future president of Haiti... Uh, and this was the same thing it was like well you know he's he, it's uh yeah his bid is illegal he's not living in haiti uh back and forth back and forth all of this stuff and then he finally comes on the air of, it sounds like he's on a satellite telephone from port-au-prince he for all i know he was just calling in from skype um and i want you to listen to what he says about the uh, about the about him not being eligible. Because there's some amazing things in there and i think i can kind of predict what's going to happen next and there's another puppet on the scene here it comes
2: yeah the electoral council uh just gave their uh, their list of candidates um uh i was uh, one of those that was uh, rejected uh, we did not make it our party did not uh make it to the forefront
3: i know there's been a lot of back and forth and you've had a lawyer representing you in this case what was the criteria that you didn't have in order to get onto this ballot
2: I mean, we had we had um, five lawyers representing us on this case. Um, we produced every piece of paperwork. So
1: first of all, n- nice folk hero flying in in Gulfstream fours, and a whole team of lawyers representing him, and a whole team and a whole party. I didn't know. I just thought. Oh, he's he's just a singer. He's just going to, you know, he's like a hero of the people, which, by the way, you'll hear he still thinks he is.
2: possible within the Constitution and within the Electoral Council, and uh, and we'll be printing those shortly online uh, so everyone can take a look at them. But uh, uh, we just want to thank, you know, the youth of Haiti and the people of Haiti for believing in the movement, and uh, the political party, Uh, These are some uh, live together and uh, and, uh, stress to the youth um, for them not to act um, with violence.
1: Okay, very interesting. You hear what he said? I couldn't understand it. He's saying we stress to the youth of Haiti do not commit any acts of violence about this news. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. So that's that right there. I'm like, huh? Okay. So you're you're telling people not to riot, which is. And, and I'm going to get somewhere with all of this, but basically he's saying, oh, you know, hey, uh, I'm so happy people are not rioting that I've unfairly been thrown out because he doesn't say that there's, he, in fact, he says quite the opposite. He says there is no merit. There's no reason. They, he has all the documentation. Has, everything is all set. Everything is que- clean as a whistle, and he should be able to run.
3: Wyclef, do they give you a
2: specific reason why you've been rejected? Um, no, there's, there's no specific reasons. Our lawyers went today. Uh, we went over all the paperwork, um, uh, and every paperwork, every piece of document uh, cleared. Uh, right now, I think it's past the paperwork in and, and, and our Constitution. I think, um, you know, the Haitian Constitution, the laws that are on there, we, 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 we've, we've listened and we've proved and we've shown every piece of paperwork. So this has come to our party and,
1: and to our group as a total shock. So, this- so, so essentially, out straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak, it's not true. It has nothing to do with anything. It, there's, there's no reason for him not being able to run. At
3: this point, Wyclef, Is there an ability for you to appeal this process? And, so,
1: and, and if you're talking to, to, to political candidates, don't, aren't you supposed to say Mr. Jean? Since when do you get to say Wyclef? Wait, I go to school with you or something
3: or is that a final decision
2: uh, well we're, we're going to talk about uh, in a couple of hours with my lawyers in right now quadre um, see here it's sees the technicalities um, what, what they're playing um, it's important that uh, as a Haitian citizen um, that uh, the rights of the Constitution is respected and the Electoral council is respected and if they act the paperwork for, and the paperwork is legit, which it seems to be. Um, then uh, we will see if we will
1: appeal or not. You know, they got a gun at the guy's head. Like, this is read from this paper. So, um, so Time Magazine uh, writes the following article Wyclef dumped from Haiti's presidential ballot. And it starts right off with before he announced on August 5th that he was running for president of Haiti, Wyclef Jean was still listing his age as only 37. But after declaring himself a presidential candidate, the Haitian American hip hop star also decided to come clean and confirm that he's actually forty. If you're going to lie about your age, do I mean you got to do a better job? Three years, I mean, why the hell, right? What's the point? And why start the article off with that?
0: Well, the article I saw that article. It's a pretty sketchy article. It fails to mention his concert in Belgium. They had him hiding out <laughs> yeah, in a cave yeah. somewhere, according to Time Magazine. So they were paying no attention. So this Time Magazine piece was 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 obviously scripted by somebody else because there was no reporting that I could see. Well,
1: let me let me let me take you all the way home. So uh, in this article, it says uh, since he was widely viewed as a front runner before the CEP's ruling. His popularity will loom over the 19 candidates who did qualify, including Jude Celestine. That is the pick of current President Rene Preval, who, of course, is no, no longer el- eligible to run. So, a quick Google search on Jude Celestine. And I have here <coughs> July 10th, 2010. Jude Celestine convicted of bank fraud in the United States. <laughs> this guy is is, is is he's in Haiti he should be extradited he embezzled a million dollars in bank fraud was convicted in the United States and this is the guy that the current president is throwing up as the guy he wants to run how did he get out of the country after he was convicted well he's, he's part of the cabal so I think there's one of two things going on so this will come this will come out this Celestine uh, and I've put a, li- a link in the show notes to justice.gov where they, uh, June 11, Bank Insider and Runner convicted for roles in counterfeit check ring. And that's this guy. And uh, I think what's going to happen is, so there's two things. One is, it's a total setup, and they want to ensure that Wyclef gets in. So it's going to be, he's out, they're going to push this convicted felon forward. The youth of Haiti will revolt. Of course, we know how that works, when the jackals come in and they just, you know, just stir up the pot. And then Wyclef is going to come out of the heavens in his uh, Gulfstream 4, owned and operated by uh, the Arabs and Clinton. And he's going to calm everybody down and, and he's going to save the day. That is one option. The other option is, it's actually true. I'm going to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. And they're trying to screw him out of running for the presidency and they want to put this evil guy in. And they're just going to flip on the earthquake machine again just to shut the damn slaves
0: up? I don't think so. I think the first uh, thing, the fact is that we got Clinton involved, so we know something's up. They're using the same jet. Uh, I think, I don't know why you'd go through such an elaborate, uh, I mean, you could just push the guy in and he'd win right away. If you want to make it so he's more of a folk hero by what you described, which is a kind of a... uh, a, uh, It's a classic. It's a classic way
1: to do it. It's a classic.
0: But, But it's possible that it's a combination of these two things uh, in other words they actually are trying to screw him and clinton's boys are like you know now coaching him on how they're going to prevent that from happening cuz clinton's a pol- politician par excellence he says, "Here's what we're going to do. Don't worry about it. But the first thing you got to do is you've got to keep the youth from doing anything right away, and then we'll take care of it later." Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. I think that there's. I think I don't. I think there's two, both things in play. In other words, they are trying to fuck him, but he's going to make the comeback. Uh, but it, and screw them back. But I don't think that the, the two. Of them, I don't think they're all in cahoots together. That's what I'm saying.
1: I was just giving an alternative possibility. I mean, obviously, I think it's it's the first one. And how hard was it? For Time Magazine to, you know, they write about this guy. It's a recent article, and two months ago, the guy was convicted of check fraud. How yeah, hard is it, Time like Magazine? You the
0: Time Magazine article.
1: How hard is it just to like put a little Google. link in there? Yeah, Google. How hard can that be? I did it this morning, no problem. I, I, I'm laughing. There's tons and tons of articles about this guy. Well,
0: it's the same thing with the Bel As soon as they didn't have the Belgian, you know, the fact that he was in hiding out in Belgium, Belgium. yeah, hosta. Uh, as all soon as places. they left that out, I knew that I knew the thing was a sketchy article. So it was obviously planted by somebody. I don't know who and. uh the reporter obviously didn't do any work at all because you would have caught the. Only, I mean, the high school uh, news kid does better. Does better. Got, yeah, because you would have got the uh, the check kiting guy. Yeah, which is not mentioned at all, which is just an embarrassment to the Time Magazine. Well, so something's up.
1: No, it's not an embarrassment. Time Magazine did did their job. They did exactly what they're paid well, to do. Well, I <laughs> mean,
0: it's an embarrassment. Anybody who has any pride, in right? Works
1: there. Ministry yeah. of Truth. I don't think anyone has any pride there. If you work for Time you should you should quit <laughs> quit if you work for time magazine anyway so uh, we'll we'll see as that unfolds but one thing's for sure it has nothing to do with the fact that he um hasn't lived in haiti
0: for five years it has nothing right, to do no, about I'd... his
1: fudging with the
0: age i mean that's just all bull crap Yeah, he didn't fudge with his age in the official document. And
1: for him to say, and it's almost like a threat for him to say, well, you know, I'm really, really happy that, uh, and I want to reiterate uh, to the the youth of Haiti, don't revolt. No, violence is not the answer.
0: (laughs) Please. That's so obvious. So I have only one more clip, and I want to, uh, and I only have it here because I want your take on this because we have been going back and forth with two or three different theories about Lockerbie. Mm Mm-hmm. And now it's uh, it's shaking out in all kinds of weird ways because uh, there's a bunch of messages in here. I, I still stick with my theory, and I think if, if you listen to this clip, you'll. I think my theory is still correct, which is that they were ready to uh, bust out the, the documentation and information that shows that this guy would never was the Lockerbie bomber, and it was either some Syrians or the, all the reports were done to lock, right after the, the bombing. Of the uh, of the Pan Am jet, oh, the, uh, the,
1: the CIA was involved in that too, and
0: it? the CIA had something to do with something. There was definitely a bunch of intelligence agencies and this and that. There, but this guy was an innocent guy, theoret- i mean, by our thinking—and they had to finally let him go because they didn't want to retry him with all this new evidence, which would have documented all kinds of wrongdoing. So they came with this bogus thing to ship him off. But unfortunately, since he did, never really, apparently, never really had this cancer that he was dying from. The unfortunate part is they keep celebrating his birthday and making a big deal about the fact that he's not dead. Another year, yay! And so they're throwing it back in our faces. Yeah. And so now all hell's breaking loose about getting this guy either to shut up or retry him if you don't like it or make a mess of the whole thing. I think he's going to end up shot. but, but just, Well, no, he'll
1: he'll suddenly die of complications.
0: Or something. But yeah. anyway, listen to this. and You'll see all this stuff un, un, kind of unfurling. It's very interesting. Now, a year since the man convicted for the Lockerbie bombing was
1: released from prison, President Obama's counter-terrorism advisor has said he should be returned to Scotland to serve out his sentence. According to John Brennan, the White House emphatically disagrees with the decision. Two U.S. senators have again called for an inquiry into why Abdelbasid Ali al-Megrahi was returned to Libya. And Britain's foreign officers urged Libya not to celebrate the anniversary. Matthew Price reports now from New York.
4: It's a year now since Libya celebrated the release of the man convicted of the Lockerbie bombing. Today, he is still alive. So, too, are the questions surrounding his freedom. Scottish officials say Abdel Ali Al-Megrahi was treated like any other prisoner. His medical records were reviewed by the head of the prison medical service, who gave him three months to live. But critics, such as this leading expert in the field, say no prognosis can be given with any certainty. And I was quoted in the um, Glasgow Herald saying exactly that a week or so after he was
5: uh, released. And here we are a year on, he's still alive, and this is embarrassing for the Scottish Government and causing all sorts of problems in the US and elsewhere. Mr McGrath has terminal prostate cancer, the, the, decision, the decision stands. Everybody knows somebody who was given a prognosis uh, of short life expectancy
4: who then outlived that prognosis in these cases. It's more than two decades since Flight 103 was blown up on its way here to New York's JFK Airport. The grief may be less raw today, but Abdelbaset El-Megrahi's release has only increased the anger. There is rarely political consensus in the U.S. these days, and yet on this issue, there is. He should not have been let out of jail. Most of the 270 people killed were Americans. Today, the White House reiterated its disappointment with the decision to release Megrahi. We've expressed our strong conviction that Megrahi should serve out the remainder, the entirety of his sentence in a Scottish prison. We will continue to reiterate this position to the Scottish and Libyan authorities. And the president extends his deepest sympathies to those affected by that reprehensible act of terrorism.
6: Yes, hold on, I'm going to...
4: Also questioning the decision are Mary Kay Stratis and her daughter Sonia. Tomorrow morning, Sonia is getting married, but her father, who died in the Pan Am bombing, will not be here to see it.
6: I'm definitely sad. I miss my dad. Um, He will be, I'll be carrying a picture of him on my bouquet. And so, in essence, he will be walking with me down the aisle.
4: Here, they know they can't force British officials to release more information. But while McGrahi remains alive, they will keep looking for answers. Matthew Price, BBC News, New York. Hmm.
1: BP has rejected accusations that it repeatedly ignored requests for information about the explosion that destroyed the deep water horizon. That's gone. So um, break it down for me.
0: Well, I think that they're putting everybody on alert that if this doesn't go away, in other words, this guy either gets killed or or shuts up or gets, you know, moves to some village and doesn't start celebrating every year that he's got away with it or to which embarrasses everybody. I think, uh, this is just putting everyone on notice. Uh, it's a screwy story. It's going to happen again next year. Unless there's some, if it doesn't happen next year on the next anniversary, then we know it's been taken care of. But right now it's, uh, I think part, I think somebody violated part of the deal. I think somebody said, look, we're going to get this, get this, can have this guy back? Just get him out of the, you know, we don't want to hear from him anymore. Yeah, shut we're, up already. But now they're, you know, every year that in, in Libya, they have a big party. Yeah, I think
1: they don't want to reopen any investigation because that whole Lockerbie thing, it's, uh, there's pedo-bear stuff involved in that, the, the people hushed up, the CIA. It's a, it's a huge pit
0: of horse manure. Yeah, it's a disaster. Yeah.
1: Breaking news, John, as we uh, wind up the show here. Breaking news, breaking news from CNN. Hip-hop singer Wyclef Jean said Sunday... He will contest a pronouncement from Haitian election officials ruling him ineligible to run for president of Haiti. I cannot surrender now. Listen to the fighting words. Oh, we're going to be so right on this. I urge my countrymen to be patient throughout this process, he says. Um, oh, my God, this is great. This is, ex- this is exactly... Check it out. I'm just reading through this really quickly. Uh, I cannot in good conscience give him my quest to lead Haiti to the greatness I know in my heart we are capable of... Uh, we in Haiti are united in our struggles and we will be united in our victories and triumphs. Now is the struggle. Let us peaceably bear it and look forward to the time when our efforts will pay off for all my fellow Haitians. Thank you for your love, understanding, and support. He's going to come. He's gonna, it's the folk hero thing.
0: So this is what's going to happen. And of course, obviously, they, he could have done this a little earlier, but they didn't have Clinton's speechwriter yet. Yep. And so Clinton got him the speechwriter. So he's going to have all this professional sounding, you know, things that he's going to say. And it's going to be, yeah, he's in.
1: And he's literally saying...
0: Let's uh, c- go to Vegas and bet on him.
1: I cannot surrender now simply because an obstacle has been set before me. Now is the time I must stand up and show Haiti and the world that my vision of a nation renewed and redeveloped is a vision for which I am willing to fight. Okay. Keyword words. redeveloped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big keyword. Boy. It, you, know, it's, you know what? Here's what happened. So first they cut your Comcast connection then we actually trump them by waiting and getting them back on the air and then they're holding back this cnn release like oh geez they're talking oh, they're talking about it. well i'll put the release out now then before, so before they can predict it let's put it out because of course you know there's only limited people that listen to the show live so now now of course we'll sound like we're just uh, behind the news
0: <laughs> good try guys good, good try good listeners know yeah. better anyway okay that's it
1: wow I am... uh, Now I'm actually really tired.
0: at least we uh, didn't end on a depressing note like the beginning of the show. Terrible. (laughs) Yeah.
1: We had some good real news in there. So I think I'm going to go drink a fifth of Jack and hop on my Harley.
0: Good idea. Yeah.
1: We will uh, return to you on uh, this Thursday. Hopefully uh, the the tubes will be up and running so we can uh, continue in peace. We appreciate everyone... uh, who is a uh, human resource sticking with us and staying in the chat? A lot of fun, and remember dvorak.org/na. Uh, hopefully, sometime tomorrow we'll have the lucky forty-two for forty-two dollar donation button set up for ten, ten, ten super karma. Coming to you from the Hilltop Watchtower Crackpot Command Center in Gitmo Nation West,
0: I am Adam Curry. And from northern Silicon Valley, the sun shining. It's going to be a hot day, a hot week perhaps. I'm John C. Dvorak. We'll talk to you again on Thursday right here on No Agenda.